Here we are. Welcome to the weekend, Ben. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing some more good news about Zaragoza ah. and Aragon. Ah, you've come to the wrong place. Oh. <laughs> uh, the buzzword this week is, uh, what, in Spanish? Toque de killer. Uh, in English, uh, curfew. curfew. Tell us about the curfew, Ben. Well, I mean, there isn't actually uh, anything to say other than that it has been very strongly discussed. Um, and there seems to be a motion towards it being brought in on a national scale. Uh, we, were, we were looking at um, the possibility of having a curfew in Zaragoza and possibly Aragon at first, but because of the way the autonomous community system works, you can't really do that with just individual autonomous regions. Is that right? You know more about this. That is right. Yeah, the uh, the constitution means that only uh, the uh, the ministers, the council of ministers, effectively the cabinet, can declare a state of alarm, which is where the, the what you require for the power to call a curfew. What is happening, though, I mean, this started at the start of the week with um, Madrid basically uh, calling upon the national government to uh, call a curfew because they didn't have the regional power. And as we're here at the end of the week, we are hearing very, very, very strong indications that the cabinet is meeting over the weekend to discuss that decree of a state of alarm. We have, amongst others, I think we have at least six of the autonomous regions who are calling upon central government to put a curfew yeah. in place. We also have... They're we, asking for different things as well. They are, know, which is so, going to cause an absolute um, level of confusion. Madrid and the Valencian community, they want one thing. They want to impl implement a curfew that goes from midnight to six o'clock in the morning, which is, as I understand, what they would introduce in Zaragoza, in Aragon. Uh, however, Castilla y León, uh, they want a curfew that begins at nine o'clock in the evening. So we could end up with curfew, but it might be different depending where you are in the country. Which seems to suggest that uh, in the end they'll probably go for a well I don't know I don't know do they do they try to keep that balancing act of the politics of of allowing autonomous regions to make the decisions and uh, central government issuing the power or will well, they go for a uniform approach we're led to, make to sure believe we're in the same situation that these decisions are based on the number of cases so it depends on the severity of the the, the state of alert which is what it's called now. Fair point, fair uh, point. In the region. So if, if you are if you have more cases in a region, they might come down on you harder with uh, tighter restrictions. Well, okay, and I would I would change the wording ever so slightly. I wouldn't say they come down on us harder. They would uh, give the power and permission to the local autonomous um, authority to make the decision they feel appropriate. Mm -hmm. We were seeing that this week. I mean, we are... As of next Monday in Zaragoza, in Aragon, we will be in this uh, level three with the, the reduction on capacity for public transport, reduction on opening hours for um, entertainment and pubs, all of these kind of things. We've already uh, set these out in our articles on the website, bulldogswithaz.org. Uh, but um, these aren't the full extent of the powers that were available to the local authority under the legislation that was passed. So there is still a kind of pick and mix approach. They haven't touched um, uh, 
uh, regulated ed education, for example, still mm. remains untouched. Well, we'll find out more about the curfew in the next um, couple of days, I suppose. I imagine that strange? By next week. Isn't that strange? This is yep, now, this is now week. another weekend where we're all waiting for an announcement to come from our they, superiors. They have a meeting on a Friday. The media picks up a few headlines. Um, Sunday, they start to put something in, into place. And then Monday, it is action. That's what usually happens during the times of COVID. Uh, meanwhile, as we move into um, the, how do, how would you say this? The three alert, the alert level three. Yeah, well, we're going into we're going to level three. Yeah, in, level here in three. Aragon, it's um, a bit like tier three. If people back in the UK are familiar, or people listening to what's happening in the UK, it's, it, it, at Zaragoza will be Manchester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we ninety percent of the the cafes and bars uh, will be closed due to the restrictions, and um, there's a lot of talk about how they are going to be supported financially. Because, in again, in other autonomous regions, uh, they have received funding to the hostelry uh, sector. Catalonia, for example, uh, they got 40 million euros, uh, has been announced that, that, that uh, will be received by 50,000 different establishments. Um, in Aragon, at the moment, we have nothing. Um, well, they're suggesting, I mean, the headline is uh, extension of Erte tax reductions and postponement of tax payments. Mm-hmm. But there has been no discussion, as far as I'm aware, of uh, outstanding rent issues for bars. And also there's a very strange heading where they say a new package of direct aid guarantees and subsidies for digital transformation and payment of rentals for hoteliers. Mm. Yeah. Subsidies for digital transformation. Do you fancy a digital pint, Ben? I, I have absolutely no idea what that means. Well, apparently the mayor met today to talk about a drop in taxes. Uh, yeah, this is part of the suggestion they're making um, in terms of this package they're going to offer. They're going to uh, offer a reduction in taxes. But as That's the headline. I'm still, I'm still looking at what that really entails. But as, yeah. as always, everything is completely unclear. I mean, hopefully, we can clear a few things up now uh, in response to um, the three alert, level three alert. Uh, we had a couple of comments on the articles that we um, produced earlier in the week. Uh, there's a comment here from uh, a good friend of ours, Dawn. Um, she Hello, said. Dawn. Uh, how sad for everyone. Is there a website that shows what the restriction levels mean? Is there a website that shows what the restriction levels mean? I know that we've um, we've provided our own infographic about level three. But well, again, it depends which region you're in. Yeah, it, it, because, because they can pick and choose from the criteria available to them under the powers of the legislation different areas are uh, putting into place different uh, parts of strategy so um, the best thing to do is to go to our, our website yeah <laughs> really to, well we, if you're living in Aragon we are covering we're specifically recovering covering the events and the strategies in Aragon and Zaragoza but um, you really do need to uh, have a little consult of um, local press to get a clear idea, or even your local um, local government website, uh, you can probably find an English version on there if you really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, there's another comment here, just a, um, a lack of clarity. This is from uh, a user called Trevor. Uh, he lives in Cuarte de Huerva, and he's been told that he's not allowed to move between uh, where he is and Zaragoza freely for two weeks. And he wants to know if that's that's correct. That is that is correct, Trevor. 
Yeah, that is correct. Um, unless you have what's called a justificante, which is the criteria, a justification, a criteria mm. for, for you to be able to break the perimeter lock, which I think basically goes to force mayor, um, emergencies, health, business, or b b travel Some between pl place of residence and education. Yeah. I think I think if you're looking at doing, I think he mentions enrolling into a Spanish course. Mm. I think that would it's probably unregulated it's education, the, the, private the, the sector. Organizer, the organizer has to provide so, yes. the permission. Slip. That would be my advice. My advice would be to contact the uh, the um, institution that you are enrolling with or want to enroll with to start Spanish classes and ask them if enrolling with them means that they can provide you a justificante for your ability to cross the perimeter lockdown. Otherwise, I'm afraid you're not going to be able to access Saragoff for, for, yes, for at least two weeks. That's that's true. Right, and what else? Diving into um, level three alert. Have you got any more information that you can provide us with? Um, pretty much what we've already set out on our website. It is, like I said, it's a further ratcheting down of uh, what level two was. So, um, effectively, what you're going to see, I mean, what you're going to see is just less bars are opening because uh, it's just not viable. And there's an earlier closing time as well. Reduced capacity in things like theatres and cinemas. All of the data is on our website. And you will also notice that be aware of maintaining distance between tables in um, academies and bars. I think the minimum they're asking for is 1.5 metres. So be aware of that distance requirement. I do actually have some, some good news. I suppose Go it could be good news. Um, it, maybe it's one of the worst times in history to uh, launch a new business. Um, or open a new outlet, uh, but that is exactly what's happened here in Zaragoza. La Torre, or the Tower outlet, has uh, opened on the old Picoline site. Um, it opened its doors to 17,000 people on uh, Thursday, I think it was. Um, at so the they, moment, had, they had 17,000 people come up in the first day? Yep, yep, yep yeah, That's yep. impressive. That's yep. impressive, and, I have um, to say. At the moment, at the, uh, this week, they're still at 50% capacity because... We're currently in uh, level two alert. Obviously, that will change next week. Um, they've got like 60 fashion brands, 50 labels, but they're, they're selling in this huge outlet and there's like a 30% to 70% discount. It, it does feel strange talking about these things in consideration of the current times, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a big boost uh, for, for the local economy uh, and they couldn't uh, delay opening anymore. It, it was getting to the point where they were going to lose a lot of money. Um, they've, they've produced 9,000 jobs. Uh, that's 1,000 direct and 8,000 indirect. And they're just going to have to try and do the best they can during these, these new restrictions. Uh, next week, I understand they'll have 25% capacity uh, they'll not be able to open the interior of restaurants uh, to the public. Uh, but they were very vigilant uh, during the opening. Um, lots of announcements on the speakers. Uh, they had, they, they've got a, a mascot in the shape of a bag called Trendy. Yeah, are you with me? Yeah. Right, yeah. Trendy, I'm a feeling the bag mascot. He was walking up and down this huge queue um, just squirting people with uh, alcoholic gel, uh, hydro alcohol gel. And uh, yeah, they, they were very, very vigilant with the, the social distancing. 
So, I don't know. I would say go check it out, but we'll leave that up to you. Well, something else to be aware of and to watch out for um, on social networks and radio and television locally is the government of Aragon will be promoting a um, their equivalent of the, the tracking, the test and trace uh, mm. app. It's called uh, Radar. As I said, they're, they're announcing a campaign to push it on social media for younger people and television for older people. Uh, it is, uh, they stress it is a privacy-safe application, but obviously what it does is uh, track your movements using your, your phone. I believe it is your GPS. GPS, yeah. Mm. And uh, then informs you if you have been in contact with someone who has um, delivered a positive PCR result. I'm not going to change my wording from that. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, it has been pointed out by some people that they don't think digital tracking is helping um, necessarily giving any uh, positive uh, assistance or results or data in other countries. Whereas other people do say that uh, they believe this is um, providing positive um, information in the fight well, I, against the virus. I, I, I don't really see what the point of a track and trace uh, GPS system is when we've got a curfew and uh, high alert lockdown. It's just going to be a load of static dots, surely. Well, we have to wait and see. Yeah, we have to wait and see. Again, it seems to be effectively we're approaching a, ca a case of um, large-scale, national-scale imposition of uh, very substantive restrictions on freedom and economy that seems to be uh, presented as local decisions. I think you can see a parallel between places like France, Germany, uh, Britain and, and Spain. Ireland, of course, has gone for a full-on lockdown. Wales has gone for a full-on uh, two-week lockdown. Ireland is six weeks. Um, I think we're seeing uh, the run-up to the expected uh, Christmas cancellation. Uh, on that very happy note, I believe there's uh, no good news to bring. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. Uh, so enjoy your weekend. And once again, we'll be watching out for... Um, political announcements as to what to prepare for in the next week. Stay safe and remember out there, 